Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulihil ameen. Rabbishrah li sadri, wa yassir li amri wahlul uqtata min lisani yafqahun qawli. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome all. You're listening to Hamza, Rahil and Shafiq. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of The Verbal Outpost, where we like to have an informal conversation about real topics. We'd also like you to take part to make sure you leave a comment or drop us an email on verbaloutpost at outlook.com and please share your thoughts. So, as always, we're going to keep it quite conversational, but at the same time, we make sure that we cover all the important points. And as always, we encourage everyone to drop us a message. You share your thoughts and opinions on the topic with us as well. And feel free to challenge any of our opinions. That's what this is all about. It's the verbal outpost. Yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about a little bit of a controversial one. We're talking about cancel culture or call-out culture. Now, both those terms, I use them in inverted commas because, let's face it, both of those terms are incredibly loaded. But I'm using them because a lot of people are familiar with what cancel culture refers to. Okay, so today we'll discuss what it is. We'll talk about whether it's taking us into a positive or is it taking us into a harmful direction? So we'll cover some of those topics. So what I thought I would do, just to kickstart it, rather than ask you guys a question of what you think it is, I thought we'd approach this a little bit differently and we start off with a bit of a game. Well, actually, I'm going to call it trivia. It's trivia because I think if I call it a game, I may end up getting into trouble for it and there'll be some people calling for us to be cancelled. So a bit of trivia. What I will do, the way we'll do it, I'll read out a quote. And this is really bad. The game or the trivia is called Resigned, Sacked or Apology. So I'll read out the statement that in this particular individual made. And then you guys decide whether they resigned, sacked or apologized for making those comments. Okay. Is that all good? Right. So we'll start with comment number one. We don't hire blacks, gays, or Catholics. It's getting controversial already, isn't it? So <laughs> hold on. Let me just start again. We don't hire blacks, gays, or Catholics. We sign talented people, and we don't care about the color or this, the color of their skin, sexual orientation, or religion. That's the way it should be with every company. Only hire people for their talent, experience, knowledge, and wisdom. We hire people we like, trust, and admire, and recruit people who have the potential to be better than us. Right, let me throw this out there then. Do you think the person that made those st comments, I'll tell you who made the comment and the context behind it afterwards, but do you think that particular individual resigned, they were sacked, or they apologized for those comments? I think he apologized. Okay. He, he <laughs> I think he did a combination of both. He apologized, then he yeah. had to resign. <laughs> then resigned. Okay. 
Okay. And you've taken two of them out of the three. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll stick with resign. Okay. Raheel can have a, you apologize. Okay. Okay. Well, he did resign and actually he did apologize as well. Yeah. But by apology, I'm talking about that was the final action. So actually this particular individual uh, was Gordon Beatty and he ran a coincidentally a PR company, a public relations. <laughs> so ironically, he made those comments. And he resigned as a result of that. Okay, all right, so that was number one. Number two. Right, number two. Right, the statement that was spoken was, I have spoken to a lot of partners and people at all sorts of levels where it almost feels like this pandemic is being done to them. Well, you can't play the role of victim unless you're sick. And I hope you're not sick and you're not ill. And if you're not, take control of your life. Don't sit there and moan about it. Okay. Right. Resigned, sacked or apologized? I think resigned. Apologize. Apologize. So that was the chairman of KPMG who resigned slash almost got sacked um, but resigned um, on paper uh, for making those comments now i don't know how innocent if i was to ask you guys how innocent do you think that is or do you think that's quite malicious do you think that's a reason for somebody to get sacked or resign do you think that'd be a good cause for somebody resigning it's an interesting one because there's, there's going to be context behind it as to what was meant just to put the context behind it so this was a so kpmg is a big consulting firm big accounting firm and he was speaking to the financial services division uh, which was i believe just you know sort of a <clears throat> a quarterly or whatever annual sort of message from the ceo uh sorry the chairman the chairman not the ceo from the chairman. So that's the context behind it. And he's talking about, you know, COVID and he's talking about people taking control as a result of it. And he did actually suffer from COVID, I think about a year ago. So I don't know, I mean, to, to be honest, reading that and listening to it, it sounds like uh, take control of your life. And I think somebody resigning mm. as a result of that is pretty, yeah. That, that's a strong move. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. This is also yes, is somebody's career, mm. and somebody who's done very well in their career as well, rising all the way to chairman of one of the biggest accounting companies in the world. So yeah, it's quite for making a statement, yeah, you know, like that. That's it. Your thirty, forty year career. The problem gone. is, yeah, I was going to say the problem is you. If you don't, unless you own the company uh, and you, you know, it's your company, you answer to people and that's exactly what it is. So these people that have resigned, um, it is, they may as well have been sacked, to be honest. Um, they've been forced to resign. Yeah. Um, because maybe it looks better um, as a way, because, you know, publicly it looks like, okay, they've acknowledged that they've made a mistake, a so-called mistake, and, you know, they're owning up to it, and that's why they're resigning from their position. I think that's a very good point, I think, when you're working for somebody else. And even if you are chairman who, yeah, chair of the board, that's number one, number two person. 
KPMG, but still you you know you can be held to account. You'll still be held to account by the board and by the by the company. So it's whereas when you have that level of authority, that full autonomy of running your own business, there's a bit more flexibility. But however, in the previous incident, so the first one we talked about, which was Gordon Beatty, that was his own PR company that he ran, which he had to resign from his own company that he set up. He still answers to people, investors and whatnot. So of course, yeah. So that's the problem is, yeah, you can have your own company. You, a lot of times you're still um, answering to people. And, 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 and do you know, we'll, we'll come on to that accountability bit as well, because what I want to do is just go through some of these scenarios and then I want to define it a little bit based on some of the things we talked about. So we'll, we'll, we'll get onto that accountability, very important. Right, I'll go through a third one. There's about five, six here actually, but I'll just go through the third one. Right, it's quite a long one, so pay attention. Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? Right. That's, in my opinion, that's quite shocking statements, I think. Um, resigned, sacked, or apologize that particular person. By the word in there, I'm going to go with sacked on that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm probably going to say sacked as well. Yeah, spot on. Spot on. So the first one was resigned. The second one was resigned as well. Third one, this one, is sacked. That was the actress Gina Carano from The Mandalorian. So if you've seen The Mandalorian, um, I'm not sure who she plays, but she made those statements. And when she was talking about people being hated for their political views, and she's comparing it to modern day America, she was talking about Trump supporters. So she's drawing a comparison between the Jews during Nazi Germany and Trump supporters, which, wow, that's, I <laughs> talk about comparing apples and oranges. Mm. So I think if you're going to do a comparison like that, you want to keep both sides balanced, don't you? Of course, I know. <laughs> and the other comparison. issue is that as soon as you bring in Jews, um, especially in in the Hollywood, in uh, sorry, in Hollywood, oh, where a lot, yeah, a lot of um, the people higher in the higher up positions, they're all um, generally from a Jewish background. You're going to offend somebody. And mm. I think that's what it is. It was just poor choice of words, you know, she, but she could have, could have come up with a better analogy, to be honest. Do you know what? I'm not Jewish. That offends me. That offends me. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? That's interesting. So we've got a resigned, resigned sect. And actually, there was J.K. Rowling as well, who made some comments about trans people. And then we've got good old Liam Neeson as well, a couple of years ago. So I, I I won't go through what he said, but two, three years ago, he made some statements and people went absolutely ballistic calling for him to be sacked and never star in a movie again. Um, but then you had people like John Barnes who said, who said that he should be given a medal for what he said, for what he said, because he regretted it. And he said, he acknowledged how silly he was for thinking, I'm not mentioning the comments, but he said he wanted to commit violence against um, black people because 
uh, one of his friends had been raped by a black person. And then he talked about how silly he realized how silly he was for thinking that way. Um, so that was another particular situation. Right. If I was to throw this question out there, then just based on that, how do we define that term cancel culture? What does it mean when people say that? What do they mean by that? To me, um, it's when you say something that can be sensitive to a particular demographic and they get so upset about it that they, I don't know, protest, like you mentioned, call for people to be sacked, never star in a film, never star in this, never do this. They don't want them, you know, ever to show their face again, basically. They want them off the record in all forms. That to me is what cancel culture. That's how I define it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Along with that, I would also say like it's where it's people, well, a group of people, where they sort of decide that they're going to cut support off from a particular person or a brand, and then you know, and because and punish them because they've said something offensive, you know, or hurtful, and you know, it's their way of doing it of calling someone out. Usually through social media. Sorry, usually I've got to add, sorry, usually it's through social media. That's a pretty big one, isn't it? The Mm. social media element to it. So effectively boycotting people. Yeah. Boycotting people, isn't it? Um, And then we talked about accountability before as well. So, I mean, the way that I would... Sorry? I'll throw the word word banishment in there as well. Hmm. Hmm. So ultimately boycotting people, banishing them, using social media, holding them to account. Mm. And the way that I would describe it, where figures predominantly, I think if we were to break it down by public or private, private, they're mainly public figures, I think, I, I believe. Mainly public figures, and they're usually, like you mentioned, Chef, Shafiq, um, usually held to account and that's usually done through social media so it's like a public judge jury and execution of that Mm, particular person is trial by media but by social there you go trial by social media and it's usually for expressing an opinion that is different to commonly held views yeah but i mean yeah the whole commonly held view thing that uh, uh, I don't know if no, I no, necessarily agree with that, though. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just to be clear, this isn't my definition. This, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm saying there's a perception that there's commonly held views, and these opinions. So I'm, I'm saying a lot of this in inverted commas. Obviously, you can't see me. I've got the face for radio, um, so you can't see me using inverted commas. But I say a lot of this with inverted commas. So. Typically, what the notion is of commonly held views and views that may be perceived to be racist, sexist, and then every other type of ism that you can think of. So that's what the perception is of people, is what I would say. Yeah, it's just it's a shame where I'm sort of um, in between about it. It's like I feel like people like feel like they have a voice and they want to voice an opinion but obviously if it if it goes against what the popular opinion is 
then yeah, they're going to get called out for it. But then it's almost like silencing people. And I, I feel like oh, it's a shame that it's become like that as well, because there are going to be people that have you know unpopular opinions, uh, and they may feel like they want to voice that. But due to fear of, you know, backlash of whether it's uh, them as an individual, their company, or even, you know, it might affect their family as well. They're not able to do that. Um, and considering you live in a country where, you know, freedom of speech and whatnot, mm. it, that's being taken away from you. I think the context is going to be important as well, because, you know, we're all human as well. And sometimes, you know, regardless of what position we hold in whatever industry, we are all liable to say things that we might then regret or think actually that came out a little bit wrong. I can see how it might have sounded or come across. It's not how I meant it. I'm not saying that's going to be in all cases. Some people will say things that are unacceptable, but I think there are also cases where people say or do things and they're not um, taken in the right context. That's, that's a good one. I like the context bit because if we have a look at the, you know, those first two statements, that quote to the director of, K, uh, sorry, the chairman of KPMG and Gordon Beatty, I think, I mean, I've made those comments to people. I've made the same comments to people. But COVID, you know, toughen up, toughen up. You can't just completely. Uh, give up all hope mm. and just lose all hope and lose all the will to do things you've got to take control of your life and we talked about this i think in our first show didn't we Raheel, where you were talking about taking control of our lives and how some mm. people spiral out of control and start waking up at two o'clock in the afternoon because they don't have that structure in their day yeah i i would say some of those things are quite innocent yeah and then the and first think... one I think I think the comments you mentioned, um, was it the, Mr. Beatty? Um, yeah, Mr. Beatty. <laughs> <laughs> when I when I read that particular comment myself uh, or heard it, um, the impression or the understanding I got was he was trying to give perhaps a word of encouragement to say, "Come on, let's lift ourselves up." But he probably didn't choose the right words. Um, clearly not, because he had a big backlash. But again, I think. There's a certain level of sensitism, sensitiveness that gets overlooked sometimes. Do you know what? I read that and I, it's one of those weird ones where, where I heard about the outrage before I read the actual tweet. <laughs> so I went in thinking, oh gosh, oh, yeah, this is going to be really, you know, really seedy. And he said something really awful about minorities. And I read it. And I thought, oh, hold on one second. It's not. I I don't think he said anything offensive to anybody. He's is just you know I I run a business and you hire people based on ability, and mm. he's just saying that he doesn't look at superficial things. He's saying that race and creed and uh, skin color, sexual orientation are all superficial and they're yeah. irrelevant to a person's capability. Is what I took away from it. So I'm slightly yeah. I'm slightly exactly. scratching my head. I mean, it's the the irony is that he's running a PR company, which is about public relations, which is all about how do you look good in public? So, I mean, there's a bit of irony there, which made me laugh. 
I thought, gosh, talk about screwing it up when you're when you're the expert in it, <laughs> you're selling this service to other people. So there's a bit of irony there, but in terms of his actual comments, yeah, I, I didn't see anything offensive in them uh, yeah, I mean, myself personally. Yeah, I mean, with him, I was thinking maybe it's his age as well. Um, there, you sometimes when you hear about people who have said something offensive, sometimes it's you know someone in, who's quite a bit older who's not quite with it. You know, I don't know. I mean, Shafiq, you, Shafiq, he, Shafiq, Shafiq, he, you better be very careful, very careful with your words. Cancelled. Because the reason I say that, I and the, the, the comment you mentioned about him running a PR firm, yeah, he runs a PR firm, but he's got a lot of people that work for you he's at the top the people that are doing the work are people at the bottom who are more uh, connected with um, society and know what you are able to say or what you're not able to say um, and the whole social media thing it's a tool where it's at your fingertips now and I feel like people just think it's just so quick and easy just oh, to voice an mm. opinion now because it's at your fingertips mm. and he, he it was just maybe a spur of the moment thing he thought you know what this seems like a good idea and he just did it where back in the day you know where before social media all of that you, companies would release public statements about certain things or they would publish things in magazines and newspapers you know to promote themselves um and before and when that happened you would have maybe a team of people that go over that statement that's being released whereas an individual who has a phone has a twitter account so quick and oh yeah i think this you know i'm just gonna post that today not think anything of it it's just become too quick and easy for an individual to post an opinion you know i, I do wonder with that particular comment is you know specifically how many people read the first couple of words Mm. And then just stopped there and got offended mm. before they read the full, you know, statement, as it were, mm. to get the full context of it. Because, you know, it, it, for me, when I read the full statement, um, I didn't think there was anything malicious or offensive in that whatsoever. It's a clear message of we don't take um, recruitment in, you know, the form of oh you're of this particular demographic so we're going to hire you purely because of that regardless of how good or bad your skill set is we don't look at those uh, you know gender religion whatever it is as a, a yes or no of you know hiring you or recruiting you we're going to look at your merits that's that's the understanding i took away from it yeah absolutely and it just reiterates that point about context isn't it because you've got to look at something holistically and before going mm becoming outraged at least understand the context and understand what people are trying to say that's why shaft touched upon a good point about social media you know it's, it's literally at your fingertips so people will use that as a means to express themselves in an instant and perhaps you know they might have even read the whole comment but that first moment of you saying this this and this in the first half of the statement that's outrageous I'm going to post um, a reply to it and then people see that reply and they get on board and, and whatnot. I, I do think there's a form of that as well. People mm. just taking power that isn't really there through the form of social media. I think there's a few dynamics here, isn't it? We'll, we'll come on to it a little bit later. Actually, we could talk, we could start off on it now, but you, you know, looking at the causes of what's, how, how we've got to a point where people can get trigger happy I, th I think that's what it is isn't it with social mm. media is it's given everybody a voice and then i think if you overlay on top of that how some people 
quite like authority and like to throw their weight around. Unfortunately, you know, there are some people like that. Um, and then this herd behavior as well. So I think mm. I just find, I think particularly Twitter, it just brings out the worst <laughs> in a lot of people. It's a real shame. So I don't use it much myself. <laughs> I don't think I've ever, I've, I've, I've used it briefly, but just, yeah, I, I, I just didn't get anything from it. So I think no. unless you're just going to abuse people on there or troll people, there's not there's mm. not really much point. And actually, I think there's a there's a local there's a local Islamic organization which I won't mention, which had a bit of a social media debacle about two months ago. Um, but anyway, we'll come on to that in the second half. That's the first half done. Can you believe that already? Doesn't time fly when you're enjoying time yourself flies. and you're listening to the <laughs> three of us? Hey, okay? well anyway. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned and we'll be right back, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. See you on the other side. <laughs>